Welcome back to the Morning Kick Podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Well there, Kicksters, what did you think to the new intro? Big thanks to Ben Maynard on the team at Exide Media, giving us some sound so that we can kickstart your Tuesday morning. Pleased to be with you. This is Andrew Pitchford. And on the morning kick, we like to bring some business inspiration. We're trying to reach out to people that can help you in business. And we're talking to people that have been there, done that, got the t-shirt as well as people that have advice, resources, and things to share that help you in growing your business. And today, I'm really pleased that we were able to welcome onto the show, all the way from Melbourne by the sea, Narissa Bentley. Narissa, welcome to The Morning Kick. Hello, thanks for having me. Hey, really good to have you on the show. You and I have been catching up about your skills, and that's primarily in the area of copywriting. And for those that have never met Narissa before, we're going to give you some um, details to be able to get hold of her website. But you're known as the Melbourne Health Writer. But tell us, how did you get involved in copywriting? How long ago did that journey begin? Well, I kind of fell into it, like a lot of copywriters. Um, you know, I, I went to university and I got a degree in journalism and I never worked as a journalist. Um, but I worked in marketing and, um, you know, so that's always writing things and writing for audiences. And so, um, yeah, cut a lot, very long story short, um, I fell into copywriting and I've been doing it for, oh, about eight, nine years now. That's fantastic. And and now you've started to build up the specialisation in the area of health writing. And for people that, uh, let, let's actually take a wander. We'll go across to your website and have a look at what people can find when they go to melbournehealthwriter.com. And if we go to your homepage, the Melbourne Health Writer, tell us the speciality. Did that come out of some of your initial clients as you got underway? Yeah, look, you know, when I first started, um, or before I actually started freelancing I did some work um, with a corporate wellness company so um, I got a lot of my background and skills writing health copy and I found that I really loved it and um, I was good at it um, and so it kind of made sense that you know you do what you love and you do what you're good at so um, yeah my, most of my work um, is writing for the health and wellness and, and medical industries now. And listen, it's a really important sector, but it's also one that has a lot of regulations and guidelines and things that people need to be careful of. I know having talked to many people in health, whether it's the audiology clinic or the pharmacist or the GP or the specialist surgeon, all of them are concerned about making sure that they abide by the guidelines. Um, is that something that you have the experience in? Yeah, look, it's something that I'm doing more and more for clients is looking at the legislation around what you can and cannot say on health and medical websites. So, you know, there are guidelines um, that APRA put out. So that's the, um, you know, they they register um, allied health professionals and, you know, people like dentists and other um, uh, 
professionals. I think there's about 15 bodies that they oversee. And so you have to be careful about what you can put in your copy, whether an advertising copy can, you know, constitutes everything, including client testimonials, which is a quite a, a tricky area. So you have to be very careful about what is said in those and what claims you make and, and using words around proven and cure and treat. And it sounds counterintuitive to not use those words because I know um, a lot of, especially my clients, they want to genuinely help their patients and they know that they have had good results. But APRA want to make sure that people can make informed decisions about their health. And of course, not everybody is going to get the same treatment result out of a treatment. So that's why these laws exist. Um, and you know, health professionals have to abide by them, whether they like it or not. And if you're listening for the first time, copywriting is a real skill. And it's one of the reasons that we wanted to spend time looking at the copywriting side of getting a great website. There's a lot of surveys and studies done that show that the power of the words on the page is probably one of the most important factors in getting people to engage or buy. And people like Narissa have got an incredible job ahead because a lot of health-related things are actually talking to consumers and trying to build up those trust factors, but at the same time, staying within the guidelines. Mm -hmm. So, Narissa, it's a really good point for you and I to be able to um, have a look at this whole area of copywriting. But just before we do that, let's also bring some good news into the story regarding what's been happening with Excite Media. And that is that The Morning Kick has now ended up as a podcast. And so if anybody's interested, they found that watching the video, good to have you along if you're here for the replay, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's Facebook, and now, of course, we've been accepted to LinkedIn. But if you'd prefer to listen to audio in your car, you can go across to Spotify, look up the morning kick in the podcast section, and you'll see that there's over 52 episodes that you'll be able to get hold of. And all the future episodes, including today, will be there as we upload them. Now, Larissa, I wanted to have a bit of a chat about the whole area of targeted copywriting, because there's an old adage, you aim at everything and you hit nothing. Mm -hmm. And yet when I talk to a lot of business owners and you say, well, who do you want to sell to? They say, anybody, give me the lot. But it doesn't work, does it? No, it really doesn't. You know, a lot of um, businesses make the mistake of trying to be all things to all people. Um, and so sometimes, not so much now, but in the earlier days, I would get clients saying, oh, I just want the copy. I just want the copy. Um, and I'd ask, do you have a brand document? Do you know what are, you, what are your brand values? Oh, no, we don't have that. We just want the copy. Um, but unless you define who you are, what your brand is, and you know who your target audience is and how they operate and what their pain points are and what their desires are, you can't target those people. Um, you know, you, you can't write effective messages that are going to get into their headspace and get them to do what you want them to do. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, I remember just when I was preparing for this show, it really occurred to me that if you go and hear a great speaker and you come away thinking they were talking directly to you, it's the most powerful thing on the planet. And you can imagine that when we go to websites and we read it and it just feels like it's generic fluff, it doesn't have the same impact, does it? So how do we get that cut through? How do we start understanding that audience and knowing who we're actually writing for? So I think, you know, what businesses, because um, a lot of businesses use copywriters now to write their content. So 
finding a copywriter, if, if the businesses don't have a branding document of some kind of tone of voice guidelines, to go and get one. A lot of businesses um, cut that factor out and think it's just, you know, a big time-consuming thing that's going to cost them money when they just want the copy. But if you think about the brands that are the most successful in the world, they're the ones who've got branding documents, you know, this thick, um, and they know their brand and they know their audience. So you have to kind of invest in that. And part of that is, you know, I, what I do with my clients is I ask them, you know, what is your mission? What do you want to be known for? What are your personality, you know, your brand personality, not necessarily their personal personality, and what are their brand values? Because once they know their brand, they know who they want to be targeting. You know, you can't be, I don't believe that you can be selling to a group of people whose values don't align with yours. So you've got to have that alignment. And then, you know, you've got to be able to get into the customer head. And so we go through this process of who is your customer? Who do you sell the most to? Who do you want to sell the most to? What are their pain points? Um, you know, how old are they? Where do they live? What's their salary like? You know, um, and um, but businesses actually know this, even if they haven't articulated them, they usually know. And so once you have defined that, we come out with customer avatars is what we call. And then when that process happens, you nail the copy every single time because you can get into that customer's head. And one of the best things um, to hear is somebody say, are you in my head? And that's happened with a couple of my clients. Are you in my head? Like, yes, I am. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's interesting even talking about, um, you know, understanding the pain points of different clients are quite different. And so writing for their needs is, is a good way to have a look at that. Uh, we're on Narissa's website here at melbournehealthwriter.com where you can actually find out more about tone of voice guidelines or TOV. And you can talk to Narissa, get a free 15-minute consultation to find out more about that. So if you go to melbournehealthwriter.com, you'll find out more details about what's included. Narissa, um, I often give the example of pretend that you're actually at a barbecue with friends and you're asked to explain what you do. Now, if you're going around and you find somebody who maybe is a school teacher and you know that they teach 10-year-olds, you'd explain potentially to the teacher, well, if you were talking to your classroom, this is what I do as an, maybe you're a bridge engineer. Well, you're not going to talk about your qualifications and things. You're going to talk about how you build bridges. If you end up talking to a 10-year-old at the barbecue, you're going to bring it to their level. But if you find another engineer, you're going to talk at the language that you both have at a professional level. So it's really important to understand who you're talking to, even at a barbecue. So the website has to be on point, doesn't it? Absolutely. And and not just website, like emails and all the other collateral that businesses have. Um, they all need to be streamlined and they all need to have that same consistency because that's how you build the brand. So where do we start with research? I mean, we find when we're talking to some business owners, I'm just too busy. I really don't have. And and you kind of gave that analogy that when you start copywriting some of the business, what brand guidelines document, what tone of voice document, I don't have it. So where do you begin? How can you put that together? So, you know, finding um, somebody who does that, there's a lot of agencies who do branding um, documents for people. And the process that I take people through is I, you know, I get on the phone for an hour and I ask them about their business. And there's certain questions that I'll ask, but the biggest thing is listening to what they say and how they say it. 
So, you know, having a conversation rather than, you know, an email document and you fill it in, listening to tone of voice when people say things, you can tell if they're excited about something, um, you know, you can tell um, the language that they use and that tells you a lot about the business itself. So um, one thing that I'd be interested in knowing is can a copywriter who doesn't work in health, who isn't an engineer, can you write for these industries? Because that's the common pushback. Unless you've been an engineer, you wouldn't know how to write for me. Unless you've been an electrician, you wouldn't know how to write for me. It, it comes from an unsafe place because they're trusting you with their business. So how do you answer those questions? It kind of depends on the content. So if a client comes to a copywriter who does not have a health background and wants information that is um, that that is very clinical or very medical based to take away the jargon and, and get people to actually understand it and then be in line with ARPA guidelines, that's a little bit trickier because it is so specific. So it kind of depends on how far you drill down into the specifics. So for example, I couldn't write um, technical things about engineering because I've got no idea. And similarly, you know, I steer away from finance because um, I don't have that knowledge and it's not one of the things that lights me up and excites me. Um, but that said, I can write other um, copy that's not health related if I have that branding document because I can then get into their customer's head. But it's also, it's not so much the, the content, it's the message that you deliver. And it's, Communicating with um, customers is the same um, all along the board. You know, it doesn't matter what industry it is in. It has to be clear communication. It has to, you know, address their pain points and it has to provide a solution. And if you can do those things, it shouldn't really matter what industry it's in um, unless, of course, you need that sort of underpinning um, detailed knowledge of the industry. Write that copy. One thing that we talk about is understanding the customer journey and where somebody la uh, lands for their first impression. That is a different type of writing to giving them engaging information as they come back time and time, maybe to read blogs or case studies. Is there a special way of writing for both of those? Yeah, look, I think understanding what that customer's journey is like to start with. So, um, for example, um, you know, I wrote... Uh, a tone of voice document um, for a, um, an obstetrician. And so she had her different avatars and some of them would come in because they want to get pregnant. Some are coming in because they are pregnant and some are coming in because they've got, um, you know, menopausal issues. So it's kind of working out, well, they're not all going to come in in the same, same way. They're going to find you. So how can we direct them into that space where you want them to come? So you know, it might be some people, um, you know, if, you, if you're pregnant, for example, you are looking for an obstetrician to take care of you and help you with the birth of your child. Whereas if somebody who is older and has, you know, health issues related to menopause, you're not looking for birthing um, services, you're looking for something else. So it's, it's knowing what they want and what their pain, what goes back to knowing their pain point, going back to knowing what do they want. What, what solution are they looking for? And then when you know that, you can tailor those funnels where they come in. And it might be just one funnel, but, you know, you've got, you're talking to different people on your website. So website is a funnel, you know. Um, you can have different landing pages, of course, but you can also talk to different customers 
um, who you serve on your one website. And I guess it's also understanding where they are in the sales cycle. There's somebody that's just touching on this issue, thinking about it, and they're really very early in the sales cycle. They're just doing a bit of research. Then there's the person that's narrowed it down to two or three providers and is ready to make a decision and wants to be convinced you're the right decision for them. So we've got to make sure we have the right language for the right person at the right time. Correct. Now, it occurred to me when we were talking about copywriters for industries that probably the copywriters know who are the experts in various, you'd probably know if you finance related or legal, <coughs> sorry, excuse me, legal related copywriters. Is there yeah. a way for businesses to tap into your network and know who the specialists are? Uh, yeah, look, I'm a member of the Clever, Clever Copywriting Community. So they actually have a directory. There's a directory there of all the copywriters who are in that network. Um, and you can you can go and search for them by specialty. So if you're looking for a finance copywriter, um, looking for somebody who writes tenders, um, you know, there's a fabulous woman in there and she specialises in helping um, people have a career change. Like she's, she's an amazing woman. She's 65 and she's now helping people have another career change for her. So there's a lot of niche copywriters. Um, so if you're looking for something in a different industry, also, you know, if you're looking... Um, you know, there's a lot of copywriting directories out there, but um, the circles that I move in, you know, there's great copywriters in that that um, clever copywriting school. There, there really is. And I, I think the good advice for any business owner who is, is concerned is actually to do an exercise with a copywriter. And one of the ideas that I um, gave in previous occasions is you write an article then get the copywriter to write some articles and you compare notes. That way they learn your voice, they learn the personality of your brand, and at the same time, you can give them feedback on what you're trying to say about your business. So just doing that exercise, investing in your business, finding a relationship with a copywriter that is likely to last years supporting your business, it's great to invest at that early stage and then you can probably get a relationship that will work. Absolutely, and I think... Um... You know, investing in your business, no matter what business it is, is, um, you know, it's often underrated. And the more you invest in your business, the more successful it will be. So finding the, the right people around you to, to help you, um, because we can't all be good at everything. So, you know, I, I don't know anything about making videos, so I outsource those things. Um, so it's a, but developing your network um, and getting the right people around you and, and copywriters, having a great copywriter who understands your brand. Um, is really invaluable. Well, Narissa, it's been absolutely brilliant having you on the show. Thank you very much for sharing your wisdom. And if people would like to reach out and find out more about what Narissa can do, particularly in the area of copywriting for health, and that's whether you're in the consumer space or B2B, uh, we've been really pleased to work Narissa on a project. And I would suggest that you go to melbournehealthwriter.com. There you go, you can see it on the screen. Nice and easy to find, melbournehealthright.com, and you can find out more with the free discovery call talking to Narissa. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Well, I think we've learned a lot this morning and really great to get some wisdom there on writing for your customer and understanding their pain points. And what's some of the great advice that you could take out of that? Well, simply, one of the best ideas is to be able to talk to the copywriter, find the right one, and maybe go through the exercise of actually talking about what you're trying to do for your business. Uh, you may have remembered that Narissa shared about that whole idea that she would interview a client for about an hour 
that's getting to know you. And if they're willing to invest in you, you should invest in them as well. I'll see you on Thursday.